Hey, what's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Matt Reeves' Batman solo movie casts its Alfred and possibly Penguin. Geek boner. The Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sequel gets an official release date and is fear the force that's now driving the Star Wars franchise. Plus, you're going to get our full spoiler review of Terminator Dark Fate and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Wednesday, November 6th, 2019. Yo, 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 yo. This is Rob Liefeld, creator of Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino. You are listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Does it get any better than this? I don't think so. So sexy, so awesome. I never miss it. And uh, it's my favorite thing in forever. It's spectacular. It's awesome. I love it. Shock and nerd. Hey, this is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast with your hosts, Anthony. I'm cooking a pot roast in my pants. Imran. What the shit is this? And Rug Boy. They're trying to make you believe that these guys are friends and it's not working. Never ask me how I'm doing. I, yeah. I, always ask I, don't, I don't really give a fuck how you're doing, Anthony. You're a moron. Comic book and superhero, TV and movie news, reviews. It's really bad. <laughs> it's actually pretty bad. It's so fucking bad. It's dog shit on a hot day. I love this movie so much. Come on, Amon. I think you'll surprise us. And whatever they choose. Let them see your small dick. We all know it's not big. Ah, fuck off. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's up, listener? Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, welcome. You heard Batman. Yeah, boy. You heard Batman. It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast. I miss all the rug boy ad libs. (laughs) Jock and Nerd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not Rug Boy. That's you not Rugs. That's my Gotta rips. say, what's up? And give it up one time. <laughs> give it up two times. Give it up one time. See, r- yeah, you got to do it like that. Well, my, look, my name is Imran. Hey, my name's Anthony. <laughs> He's the jock. He's a nerd. And joining us over there is a half puppet, half cyborg sent back in time to kill Kermit the Frog. He's at your local bodega. He's at your local bodega. Goes by model number Rugs 9, but we call him Rug Boy. What's Have up, Rugs? Have to be 21 to grab him from behind the counter. That's right. Hand in his slack hole. How you doing, Rugs? <laughs> Give me all your clothes. That's all I know. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Yeah. What does he say? Uh, I need your clothes and your shoes. Or I don't know, something like that. Who's he, nine millimeter? Anthony's a little loose today, Anthony. What's going on? You're all uh, like this. You're loosey-goosey. Give me your clothes. <laughs> Give me your clothes. <laughs> right, do your best, Arnold. Let's do it right now. Let's get this shit out there. Best everybody, just, everybody got to go to... Imran doesn't have any good impressions. Grab my hand. There you go. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> I like it to his... I like when he's shopping for guns. Let me see the Uzi 9mm. The Uzi 9mm. <laughs> Anything he says is good. It's not a tumor. Uh, look, we could do this all day. I'm looking I'm, for Sarah Connor. That's really good. I don't even need the Arnold soundboard. Oh, I should pull that up for the review later. But before the review, we got geek news. Let's get to that. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Matt Reeves' The Batman movie is becoming more and more interesting with each new Well, he's casting, casting just everyone. Yeah, everybody's in this movie. Uh, this week, confirmed from Black Panther, director of the Venom sequel and mocap uh, extraordinaire Andy Serkis. 
will be playing Alfred Pennyworth Geekmoner. Uh, in Matt Reeves' The Batman movie. Interesting. Interesting. Following that announcement, Variety reports in talks to play Penguin, none other than Colin Farrell. Oh, shit. Uh, very interesting picks. Hmm, uh, which, which one do we... I mean, Circus uh, as Pennyworth, great, I guess. Uh, he's got a British accent. I don't know. Holy no. Well, he's not British. He's, he's oh, he's not from New Zealand. Oh, so, oh yeah. shit! He's a you Kiwi. Idiot. Uh, well, I'm an idiot. Uh, all white people do not look alike. Yes, they nor do. do. They sound alike. They all have similar names. Yes, God all white, white people, people names. Actually, he is from England. Sorry. Way. Oh, you motherfucker! See, yeah, you're wrong. Is he British? He's British. British. Is he uh, British? I like. He's getting more roles and and just not like a mocap face. Even though he's great at that. He should continue to do that, but he's directing. He's starring in the movie. Andy Serkis is, what's his name, Alfred. That's interesting. As Alfred Pettyworth, uh, following uh, Jeremy Irons, who is now Ozymandias, and now Andy Serkis is, is Alfred Pennyworth. Who would be the guy that you would cast as Alfred if you were going to cast a famous dude as Alfred? I liked uh, Michael Caine. You liked Michael Caine? Michael <laughs> Well, I would get the guy who's the who's the uh, professor in uh, the fucking Doom Patrol. Oh, uh, Tim Dalton. Yeah, I'll get him. One time James Bond. I think I like Andy Serkis's age because I think they're going for a younger Batman. So you want a little bit younger, Alfred. Uh, That's right. Pennyworth on epics. Anybody watching? Nope. No. Didn't think so. Okay, so Colin Farrell. Who was Bullseye in Daredevil, and he's a great actor. Uh, kind of uh, a weird pick for Penguin, who's supposed to be like round and uh, chubby a little bit, but doesn't have to be like in Gotham. I think he'll be great. He's great in everything. What do you think he's going to be like in Penguin? You think he's going to get fat for this role? He doesn't have to. Do you want to be fat, Penguin? No, I like uh, I like the skinny Penguin. Do something different. Does like he, uh, Burgess Meredith wasn't a fat dude. I mean, he, he was just waddled. He just waddled. They put a little bit of weight on him, and then Dan Devito was he fucking put a pillow on he him. Put a pillow on him. It looked bad. <laughs> Devito was amazing. There's your your absolute perfect fat penguin. And then Gotham had a great skinny penguin. Are they so they're doing like the long Halloween? Huh? Yeah. So, they, here's, so they're casting all the villains. Here, they're going to cast all the vi- villains. So here's the cast so far. It's crazy. Robert Pattinson is Batman. Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. Paul Dano, Riddler. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Colin Farrell as Penguin. Andy Serkis as Alfred. And the other uh, people that are uh, rumored, other bad guys rumored to be in here, uh, Two-Face, where there was a rumor this week, and Boss Logic even made a thing. Matthew McConaughey as Two-Face. Oh, shit. That's just a rumor. Uh, They had, I think, offered a guy from Succession the part, but the guy just passed on it. Yeah, Matthew hmm. McConaughey is Two Faces. That'd be their biggest name. They would. That get. would be the the biggest name out of all of these so far. Yeah, I guess it would be. Uh, then you got the Mad Hatter also expected to be in this movie, and Firefly from the casting breakdown. Uh, hmm. And I think that'll hmm. be like the main the main villains. But wow, what a crazy cast! I can't wait to see uh, what Matt Reeves does with all these people. I'm not mad at any of this. No, it's uh, yeah, none of none of it's really offensive. I mean, Colin Farrell as Penguin is just physically a little weird, yeah. but all of this looks good. I mean, is, is he going to do it with a Scottish accent? The dude can accent? act, yes, yeah. right, and he doesn't have to act like a penguin or anything. Yeah, 
He just as, has to be a mobster of some kind. As long as well, as long as he doesn't act like he did as Bullseye. Yeah, that's a little much, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Throwing paper clips the people felt like they they told him look at um Joel Schumacher's movies yeah. and act like and a villain from that, that movie. I yeah. do want to see him ride a motorcycle like on the seat standing up. That's, yeah, standing that, up. Yeah, that's always fun. I don't think they had any idea how to make a movie no, at that point. Not no, in the no, early they, 2000s. they were still that was yeah. still the early phases of trying to figure out what if a superhero movie can translate to the big screen. Yes. I think in a post Heath Ledger world I think that people approach villains a lot differently now. And I mean, I think a little bit, this is kind of like uh, doing some MCU type casting, getting crazy picks to, and putting them in your movie. And so uh, I like I like where this is going. Uh, me- right. Meanwhile, the Joker uh, is nearing um, $1 billion. It is going to get there. $939 million. Oh, shit. Yes. And uh, Rugs, by the time this show posts, it will probably be the first R-rated movie to cross a billion dollars. That's nuts. <laughs> uh, that's not a that's bad joke. Are you, are you laughing inappropriately at the wrong time? Yes. Is that your I nervous meant to tick? cough. Oh, you, I meant to sneeze and the laugh <laughs> came out. That's very weird. I don't know why that's happening. Uh, so happy. I'm actually looking forward to this movie, this Batman. Yeah, right? Uh, we got. Yeah, it's we, interesting. We got a while. And I think. I think the re- a lot of maybe not to speak too much for you, but I think the appeal for me is that instead of just going with one villain, they're like, "Fuck it, throw them all in there. Let's just throw them all in here and see what happens." I like the idea of not having to explain and set up everything. Just fucking drop yeah. into the action. There's all these yeah. villains. Yeah, they're taking. Yeah. What are you? Where's the trigger? <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Uh, there's some great lines. What are you? Oh, speaking of that, I got a new Rugboy song clip from last episode. What? Oh, there it is. That's all that. Oh, wait. He, you just played it? Yes. What? It That's it. There you go. Get the fuck out of here. What? I can just have Rugs talk to himself. Fuck that show. What? Floppy John. We can just have a whole show where Rugboy is. Why does it clip. seem like I'm so much further away from the mic there? What? Because you're always further away from the mic, you puppety fuck. Get up in there. It's hard. My hand gets tired. Swallow. I want you to deep throat that microphone. Listen Which to hand? <laughs> the, the one that I'm using to turn <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, shit. Listener, join the conversation. Let us know what you think of these Batman casting picks. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Spread the geekery. Spread the geekery. Spread your asshole. I don't know. Spread everything. Whoa. Spread the peanut wow. butter. We're doing that right now. Jesus yes. Christ. Well, spread your slack hole. Sorry that I go Why too far. Why does this show get so sexual? I don't know. Time. We always end up with dick and asshole jokes. Yeah. Uh, it has. It's. It's. it's Tradition in the beginning of the show, That's you true. have to mention some kind of orifice at some point. Absolutely, I can't break yeah. tradition, Anthony. Otherwise, listeners will be confused. Uh, join our group; <laughs> it's closed. It's just for you. You get to meet all of our awesome geek listeners. Moving on, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse sequel has been given an official release date. It will be coming out April eighth, twenty twenty-two. Geek moment, just Yay. after my forty flurf birthday. I don't know. Forty yeah, no, I don't know what year. I don't even know how old I am. It's 40 flirt? 40 flirt. You are, 40 you are 72 years old. It'll online. be just after my 92nd birthday <laughs> that uh, I'll be able to take my walker into the theater and enjoy. You'll be able to enjoy a movie without your dentures and no one will know that you're no. toothless. Yes, I'll buy some ice cream from the concession stand. So <laughs> yeah, ice cream. I don't have good. to chew it. You can just gum it. I can't wait till I'm old and I get to watch Into the Spider-Verse, the sequel. They put out a, they put out a, a tease that has a bunch of like logos. Uh, that kind of maybe hint 
at who is going to be in the movie, but uh, there's hundreds of Spider-Men from hundreds of spider universes. Are they just going to that you could put in here? Uh, Dan slots into the Spider Verse. I mean, they already started it. They're they're kind of and halfway Hogwell there. Just love all of it. Rugs, are you excited for more Spider Verse? Well, kind of yes and kind of no. Okay, <laughs> hey, hey, a little bit of column A. Yeah, it's kind of, of like it's conflicting because I like what they are doing with some of these characters, uh, as far as making it an exciting fun animated adventure but and it's a lot of it's shit that i hate from dan slot so <laughs> it just kind of sours it for me lame yes but it's very exciting i'm excited to see more miles morales and the spider gwen and jake johnson's P- peter b yeah if they, well, if they can nail the tone of the first one i think well be miles right. morales is bendis Yes. Right? Yes. And Spider Man twenty ninety nine, which they hinted they at, hinted at, is, at the is end. not yes. is not slot either. So I'm right. good with those things. But so they'll who about Spider Gwen. Spider Man uh, Spider Gwen, I don't know who did that. Is that Amonia? I think that was wasn't that. That slot? might have been a dance slot thing. Uh, oh, fuck that. But fuck that uh, show. Fuck that show. Look, we're gonna see Spider Man twenty nine, that's for sure. Uh, and a Japanese Spider Man. Yes, they have confirmed Supida Man. Will be uh, the child molesting Spider Man in there, Spider Man from the Japanese Spider Man show that aired late seventies. Spider Gwen was first um, envisioned by Dan Slott. It was then, Dan Slott, but published by Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez. Oh, but he came up with the character. Yeah, probably. fuck that. It's uh, I mean, it's a multi. Thing. It's a multiverse Spider Man. I'm I'm okay. Here's the thing about keeping the same tone. I I don't think they have the same three directors. Phil Lord and Chris Miller will produce it, but I think there's going to be... Because they're, they're a busy different doing door. Star Wars. No, they're not doing Star Wars. Oh, oh, sorry. They were, but they were. Animal. Mm. <laughs> sorry. So uh, it's unsure if uh, Bob Preschetti, Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman will be back. But maybe this time, instead of all of them coming to Miles' world, maybe he gets to go to like all the different spider universes. That would be kind of cool. Do you think they're going to keep doing the blurry shit and the like the, the weird frame rate? I mean, I know yeah. some people complain maybe about seizures and they're photo light sensitive <laughs> and maybe uh, maybe you could I don't tone, think change that. tone down a li- maybe you could tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Because some there are people I find that annoying, guys. Yes. If you're listening, you're probably not. Just so, smooth it out a little. You can also You don't need to do that. It's just a gimmick. Like give me all yeah. the frames. Yeah. Why are you why are you holding back frames? Yeah. Uh, we may also see like uh, Lame. Uh, uh, Lame. Spider Woman, <laughs> Jessica Drew. Uh, there's right. a, a more female. Uh, there's a Scarlet Spider. But Spider Man from the 70s had a, he, you know, in all, all Japanese uh, shit, if there isn't a big kaiju, there's a big robot. So he had a giant robot known as Leo Pardon. Who? Uh, Spider Man, the Japanese Spider Man. Leo it was like Pardon? a Voltron. Leo Pardon was like a Leo Voltron. Pardon. Yeah, that's Leo not a very Japanese name. Leo Pardon. I just said well, Leo. It's kind of like I think that like they just had like a a Japanese like uh, robot laying around, and they just said, "Let's throw him in this just fucking show." Just put a spider out there. It has, it has nothing to do with it. They just drew webbing on a lion, <laughs> and they just Supida Man. I like if you click this link. I got some in- images of Supida Man. He's got the thin spider. Eyes, very traditional costume, and one giant bracelet, which I think that's where all his power comes from. Like a space, he gets his power from a space being or something. Uh, it's wacky, it's crazy, lame. It's super, it's wow. not lame, it's sloppy. No, it's, it's just, I, I don't like Leopardin's weird open mouth. 
What's up with that? Uh, you put your dick in there. It's always open. He always <laughs> yeah, has. Uh, it's like the, you see his mouth. Yeah, it's like the alien from Mac. It and looks me. like when you get like a blow up doll. Yeah, it does. He, <laughs> he is like the robot blow up doll. Like they gotta fix that. They can't have like a blowhole. Remember the alien Mac from Mac and me? They just had uh, dick dick sucking O lips the whole time. I was like, what? What is this? Why is this the alien looking for a blowjob or to Still give a blowjob? Still never watched the entire movie. Even though we were supposed to watch it on a crossover. <laughs> yes, show. with three six five flakes, you watched some of it. You Is never that watched show it. Still around? They're still going. They're right. still going from right. Northumberland. Northumberland. I don't think they listen to our show anymore. I, maybe they do. I don't know. Because we're cheeky and we're fun and we're <laughs> like movies, and we uh, <laughs> fuck you. Like, don't we? Don't they advertise on our show? Uh, sometimes still? they play the promo. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes uh, they play our promo. Oh, they play promos. They're good guys. Don't don't be mad, Anthony. I'm not mad. I'll be mad at the British. Just because. The British are coming. The, they are coming. You know what else Whoa. is coming? In Leopard's mouth. <laughs> They're coming in Leopard's mouth. I'm sorry. What else is coming is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, December 20th. Anthony, you actually contributed an article oh, yeah. for the show. Uh, amazing. You know, if you guys each would send me a link every week, that's like two less things I got to do. But whatever, yeah. we'll get there. 300 episodes. I gotta send you a link. I send you links. 300 episodes, we'll get there eventually. It's fine. Figure it out. But you sent me this column from uh, this dude that I, I like a lot, Owen Glibberman. From Variety. From Variety. The title of the column, The Force That's Now Driving Star Wars, Fear. Oh, shit. What uh, grabbed you about this column, Anthony? Oh, there was, I mean, it was basically a summary of all the directors and creators that they've been associated with that they've let go yeah um and just kind of the fear of rocking the boat too much but then not wanting to do that at all yes Um, (laughs) so it's just it's just it was just an interesting dichotomy of all the people that they've let go of and like all the different directions maybe these people wanted to take star wars in and the fear that star wars doesn't want to move too far from what they deem as safe. So the question he kind of poses, is how do you keep star Wars going once star Wars is over? That what was interesting is you Fox love the eighties so much. Yes. Um, but the eighties was actually the generation that started all this sequel madness in a way. Yes. In a way. And what are he, you talking about? I mean, it was not to the level that it's doing doing now. Well, cause no one remembers the eighties sequels, Rambo first blood Two, right. Right. Porky's 2, Grease 2, Conan, Conan the Destroyer, it, Caddyshack it was, 2. It was the beginning of sequel fever, and he, he makes a good point. For every Empire Strikes Back, there, there was shittier sequels. tons of shittier Poltergeist 2. Yes, well, all of them he just said. Uh, you knew when a sequel was coming out in the 80s, it was not going to be good for the most part. Uh, and when it was, you were surprised. But well, and the other, the what other, about Rocky? That was good. Uh, the, other, the other thing that was good I mean, about Robocop this article. Robocop 2, what the fuck? Was that Star Wars set the precedent yes. for, um, like the next generation of sequels where you could just keep this stuff going? Lucas changed that in 1999 with Episode right. One. Yes, the difference between the 80s and now is that yes, you had sequels, but you also had probably more original stuff coming out, and you knew the sequels were going to be like the shitty thing. Like you're like now, people are like rather go see a sequel than anything original, right? So that's that's the difference. I think there was a people looked down on sequels in the eighties. Uh, now people look forward to sequels. So it's, it's, it's a it was a, it's a difference in in the importance of a sequel now. Um, what the fuck were they talking about? <laughs> sequels. 
Oh. Takeoffs. No, I'm talking about Star Wars. Yeah. No. I think that the first of all, I'm surprised that Anthony had the uh, interest to read anything about Star Wars. <laughs> like, you read a whole article about it? And uh, it was more about the. It wasn't about Star Wars. More like the creative stuff right. behind it. I just think that the people at Star Wars or whoever was running Star Wars or Kathleen Kennedy. Is, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really think that they really understand how to. They had it figured out to a certain degree, and then they just dropped the ball. Like, okay. So I, mean, I think it's because Lucas was involved up until like a few years ago, and then now he's not, and so like there's no person with a like steering it in the right way because they had the Star Wars uh, the the trilogy which has ended up being the the nineogy. What do you call it? The nine. Well, what is the nine movie? Uh, I, don't thing. I don't know. But it's nine movies all tied together. A saga. And um, but then he had okay, like he did he did Clone Wars, which, which is a separate thing. They had introduces new characters and blah blah blah. And then he did Re- then they did Rebels, which was a new thing that introduced new characters that are not like there's just like peripherally tied to everything. And what happened that was really bad that one, the thing that started to make a stench on everything was that they decided to kind of fuck with the 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 saga that was going on and derailing it because they were so interested in introducing new characters into that saga that they basically destroyed they killed off and and basically made all of the, the these characters that were built throughout the saga like unimportant and i think that's what they did they just threw that away because they were trying to get something new they wanted to get everybody onto this new these new characters and I think the same thing happens to the Terminator. I was just going to say, that sounds like so, something we just watched. And I think that it, it, the, the Last Jedi yeah. is a lot like this Terminator movie. And so it's it's all tied together with... I think that's it's Force Awakens is to, more like, like I understand this Terminator that, movie. I understand that Star Wars wants to open up to new markets, but you don't do it in this saga. You start a whole new saga. You do the Knights of the Old Republic. You do something completely different in some other era with a whole other cast of characters that's not really tied to this so you don't you're not stepping on the old lore you're not like just fucking bastardizing it and making it moot and like all these things that people love like completely useless and have no meaning anymore you've basically burned something down for no reason uh, with the uh one of the lines i found really a couple sentences here that i found really interesting they're talking about how this last movie is the end of this the luke skywalker saga and like whether or not you thought last, what was the last movie? The Last, last Jedi. You know, whatever. What are your opinion on is that on that? This last, this movie coming up is the supposedly the last in this like Skywalker saga. Yep. Right. So like they're talking about the future in the saga, and they're like, but what does it mean? Does that mean now that the extended saga of Luke Skywalker is nearing its completion? The fear of making a mistake, of inventing the next age of Star Wars, only to see in the universe fall off a cliff, cannot be overstated. Yeah. That fear is immense. Billions and billions of dollars are on the table. Yep. And what I what I picked out of that was just there. They don't know what to do moving forward. I kind of don't they're so envy scared. Kathleen Kennedy right now because the the fear is there. You see it in these firings. They, they right. And 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 the fear is not only there, but you see the fear with the fact of the reaction to the you know when they tried something different. Yeah. And again, not the biggest Star Wars fan, so. Um, they tried a little something crazy. Obviously, that didn't hit. 
Um, so they're kind of like in a in a in a ground where they just don't know what the next move is. I'm surprised that Ryan Johnson was given so much leeway, and he's st- like, I feel like he's going to be on his way out too soon. I feel like that this third part of the trilogy was unnecessary. Yeah, and they could have just started from scratch somewhere else in the galaxy with a whole new cast of characters that weren't tied to the old films. I mean, and they could have done. Listen, it. Uh, first of all, I I never would have thought. After watching Return of the Jedi, we would get to see all nine fucking chapters of this story. But yeah, this last trilogy may be slightly disappointing. That's what Lucas did. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, he he went back and told Anakin's story. When we we see Anakin, we just saw Darth Vader, um, and a lot of those other characters. Besides, like Obi Wan died in the first movie. You know what I mean? Yep, so like yep. all of these, there were all these kind of like unused characters were being reused not guys that we've been through three movies with you know what i mean so it was kind of a, a smart idea to do the prequels and tell that story but weren't the prequels considered overall like kind of not i wouldn't say a mistake but more or less just not un, kind of underwhelming as a yeah. as, as oh, a trilogy uh, absolutely because uh the just the fact that the the actors and some of the lines just there was were so a lot of mis- miscasting, but it was there yeah. was some original George Lucas shit in there, and you got to see Anakin become Vader, which I still think was fucking cool. Uh, but the peg, the pick of Hayden Christensen, and then to see little fucking yeah, Anakin as a boy like, is dumb. Like if you follow Palpatine's story in it, yeah. Like if you look at it from his perspective, he's got the best story in the whole thing. He's this dude. Which is why they're bringing he, him back. He squirms his way to the top yep, and he becomes yep, yep. this fucking crazy, you know, emperor. Plus it, also, he, it gave you badass Yoda flipping around, slicing motherfuckers. Like, right. I, that's something I had been wanting to see for a while. And then people have been wanting, like, oh, the Jedi's not to be Skywalkers only. Yes, and you there see was it, tons there's a thousand of je- yes. Jedi's and they're, and they're all aliens of every shape and color and creed. However, so, nothing after the original trilogy has been able to hit the, the high of the original trilogy. And I don't think they could do that as much as they want to try. Now, Ruggs, I do like your idea. What if future stories, you go back in this timeline, but you're just telling a different story that's happening somewhere else with the, the original that's Star Wars one in the background? To do. Yes, that was a great move. And it, it really felt like Star Wars. Go And so I feel like the Mandalorian also set five years after Jedi still has kind of that Wild West Jedi feel. Like Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, and the Clone Wars were great because they happened during they were, the original trilogy. Well, yeah, they do. They happen during the original trilogy, but they're not in that story. Right? It's just they're, they're in a separate story. Yep, they yep. might like cross paths yeah. with some one character, like randomly, like in Rogue One, like Darth Vader comes. Okay, he has to go. He, he attacks the ship. Yeah, but. You know, it's like that's the only thing that's in the movie that ties it to the other ones. It's not like this big thing where, like, you're fucking with the lore mm-hmm. and you're fucking with how the Jedi's work. The legacy, how, right? What does it mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole legacy yeah. of it. Um, so. I posted this to our Facebook page. Got a couple of comments from listeners. Bonner Demling commented, as much as I hope the last one is amazing, the good ones will always exist. And I won't let a bad finale ruin any of that up for me. I like that. It's kind of like what I felt about Game of Thrones ish you know and then ken anderson comments i swear to java if ray defeats kylo with an off-screen surprise jump while c-3po has a story arc ended suddenly i'm gonna burn my kenner era falcon oh shit burn it burn it all burn the past get rid of the past kill it if you have to 
<laughs> just like he says uh finally the biggest news this week listener you guys speaking of the mandalorian disney plus finally fucking launches Geek Motor. november 12th in the u.s canada and the netherlands and november 19th in australia west cranford and new zealand so you guys next week we'll be we'll be able to uh give our like quick thoughts on the app and i say we review the mandalorian pilot episode Let's do it. That'll be out. Geek Motor. Make it so. At launch. When is that? Next week? Yeah. Tuesday, oh. November 12th. It is Remind launching. Me. Yes. So you got to get the app. You I haven't sign, watched sign up. Watchmen other than the first episode. Oh, it's fucking great. Um, Mandalorian will be there. Avengers Endgame will also be available at launch on oh. Disney+. Plus. I want to watch that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier <laughs> show has just started shooting for, for next year. It'll be out next year. Uh, and this supposedly ad-free streaming service is kind of uh, will have one ad, but it won't be. It won't be during the show. When you log in, you're going to see an ad for Stars uh, on the login. Kind of, uh, you know, not an obtrusive ad. And the reason for this is Disney uh, doesn't have the rights to some of their movies, like Force Awakens. They had already licensed it to Stars, so. The new arrangement for them to be able to have the Force Awakens on Disney Plus when it launches, they got to put a Stars ad out there. That's that's the arrangement. I think it's fair. It's not, and there's no. That's weird. It is a little weird. A lot of the Star Wars, like that. the Star Wars movies have uh, have a different, really confusing licensing arrangements with other streaming channels. That seems and really fucking network. weird. So slowly they're gonna get it all back. But yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna log into Disney Plus and it's gonna be like sign up for Stars and be like what. Okay, just ignore that. <laughs> Sign up for HBO. Sign up for Max. HBO Max. So uh, the streaming service will have almost everything. I found this interesting article from Good Housekeeping. Here's what's not going to be on Disney Plus. Apparently, there's a Twitter account called at not on Disney Plus. That's just listing things. How does this person that know? I don't know that are not on Disney Plus. Uh, so re- hmm. really new movies aren't going to be on there. Like uh, your live action Lion King's Toy Story 4. Aladdin. Some of the movies are streaming elsewhere, may not be on there. And then really old movies may not will not be on there. And I think if you're a 90s kid, this one's probably the most disappointing. No Mighty Ducks. Oh shit. What? Yes. What? Get the fuck out of here. No, home, also <laughs> Homeward Bound, Cool Runnings, Angels on the Outfield, George of the Jungle, Air Bud. Uh, Air Bud is not Air, out there. Yes, if you were hoping Get the fuck if, out, get of, the here. Fuck out <laughs> of here. <laughs> If you are hoping to stream Air Bud on Tuesday, November 12th, listener, you are out of luck. Bullshit. So not everything, everything is on there. That's some real big poppycock. But there will be. Floppy jock and poppycock. I can't wait. Download the app, install it, start watching. Should be a lot of fun. All right, look, let's take a quick break here for some ads, some promos. And we'll be back with our review of the latest Terminator movie. Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. Uh, this is your pal Rugs here. And I, I, I know some of you guys like to watch like men throw balls around. Well, if you want to bet on that, if you think you have a skill to like uh, choose a team and then maybe make some money, well, you got to do it somewhere. And do it at mybookie.ag. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, 
you get an extra 1,000 money and free money to play with. And I just did math for you, motherfucker. And you can use it to do all your fucking Betty on your football-y things. All right? So uh, your footballies, your basketballies, whatever balls that you like, uh, you can use it to bet. So uh, you use this promo code, late fees, activate the offer, late fees, all caps. I don't know why it's written in all caps, but uh, it'll double your cash. So visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win. You get paid, and hopefully you can get a hooker with that money. Hello, and welcome to the Moving the Needle podcast, where we ask, what moves you? Excellent or bogus? Did anyone do the right thing? Do you mess with the Zohan? With me tonight to discuss do the right thing, Rocky versus Creed, childhood guilty pleasures, a test of time. You don't mess with a Zohan. Once upon a time in Hollywood. With me tonight is Stephanie. Hello. Roy. Hello. And Heno. Yo. We want to thank you for listening on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify. Just about everywhere you can find podcasts. We are. So come on now. Google Let Play. Let us know. Email us at mtnpodcast at gmail.com or, or on facebook.com slash mtnpod. Twitter and tweet us at mtnpod. There's so many ways to find us. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm one of the hosts of Massive Late Fee. Do you remember Blockbuster? Well, we do, and we racked up a lot of late fees there. That's why we're glad there's things like Netflix, Hulu, and Blockbuster has died, mostly because of us. We cover streaming shows and pretty much whatever we want. Join us every Thursday as we talk TV and movies on Massive Late Fee. You can find us at Massive Late Fee on Twitter, Massive Late Fee on Facebook. You can email the show at Massive Late Fee at Gmail. Gmail.com, and you can find us at MySpace, Massive Late Fee. Massive Late Fee, the best podcast we can think of. Listener, if you have been enjoying the show, there's only one thing to do. Join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. It's like our version of a streaming service. It's like Jock and Nerd Max plus now premium or something it's really a place to support us and you get bonus content you get access to an exclusive rss feed with post-show instant reactions early access to the weekly shows the jock and nerd podcast the spinoff show uh and uh the new episode there's a new episode of jock talk their bottom is is very weak with Chaz weekly sports show if you're looking for jock content it's all there sign up you guys uh the holidays are coming i'm feeling a little generous I want to do so- I want to do something for our lovely patronus on the Patreon. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give something away. Remember how we said we would raffle things off every so often? Jello shots. Yeah, Jello shots. Everybody gets a Jello shot. How how do they mail? Do uh, they mail well? I will email all of you Jello shots. Yep. I don't know how that works. Now here's what I'm gonna do. I got a virtual wheel set up. Oh, I got everybody's name that supports us on Patreon in the wheel. I'm gonna okay. spin it. You're gonna hear it. And, right. and the name that it lands on, yes, it sounds like that. The name that it lands on will win uh, any one thing. They, Imran they, what, has won. They're gonna win me. They, you no, get you, you won. You win, rigged it. And you won. <laughs> I'm not. How can I win the own thing? I'm paying for this. This makes sense. You're not we're, paying for anything. We're paying for this. Look, the Ooh, winner, Patreon is paying the, for it. What are you talking about? The name that I announce will get to pick any one thing from our shop. If you visit jockinner.com/shop. 
any one thing from the store. There's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's iPhone cases, there's tote bags, there's tote stickers. Bag. Yeah, they got all sorts of shit. You can get you can get a onesie for your baby. Hey, whoa, you have one or just wear it or yourself. A human onesie or a human onesie. Uh, okay, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good deal. That, that's you get to deal. wear our faces or another design on you. It, yes, you get. There's geek boner design. There's the spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fuck. Uh, design. Uh, there's lovely. Designs. You need to make a uh, floppy jock design. Oh, floppy, floppy jock! I think. What's so. that gonna look like? I don't know. That, yeah, it, that, 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 I'll leave that to you. It may be a little pornographic, but or it's just I Anthony's told- face, but it's just like melted. <laughs> I told you. Also, are you jocking T-shirt? Yes, are you nerding you know, T-shirt? I started those and I never finished them. Yeah, so I gotta. I'm not going. Anyways, let's give some shit time away for the holiday. Yes, I okay. I'm work on it. I There's got, three three designs right listen, there. I got, a lot, of, I got a lot of things or, to do over here. Are you jocking? Or are you nerding? Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll get right on that, sir. Get right on that. I listen. Like I got nothing else to do. No, you don't. No, I don't. All right. You I'm watching. Right. Spin- yeah. What I'm doing is I'm spinning the wheel. <laughs> Somebody's gonna win any one thing from our shop. Here we go. That's the wheel spinning. Oh, that's the wheel. Yeah. The winner. Jose Ibarra. Talking nerd. Oh, get, get in I actually touch. know that name. Yes, Jose, your name popped up. You get to pick any one thing from our store. Jockernerd.com slash shop. Selected. Get in touch. Send me Why a message. Why did you pick that name? Uh, I did it. It spun the wheel. You heard it. It's the, <laughs> oh, okay. it's wheel of decide. Wheeldecide.com. It's cool. You racist. I'm not. Anyone what? else? No, I'm just saying. Look, it's all random. I put everybody's name on the wheel. Jose okay. wins. Yay. <laughs> All right, you fuckers, let's get to Terminator. <laughs> Dark Fate, here's, here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Oh, you Did you get the Arnold soundboard out, Imran? Uh, let me pull up the Arnold, Arnold uh, soundboard as I explain that we are about to review the sixth Terminator movie in the franchise. A movie... Yes. That ignores the third, fourth, and fifth movie. So it's really the third movie. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this movie currently, 71% on the tomato meter, 6.21 average rating out of 10, 84% audience score. Uh, box office-wise, here's where it gets a little, a little shady. Uh, this movie... Was made for a hundred and eighty-five million dollars. That's a lot of money. That is a lot. Oh shit! A big budget opening weekend uh, makes twenty-nine million dollars. Whoa! I'm not surprised. Causing everyone to go. This is going great. Yeah. Right now, it's worldwide. It's sitting at only a hundred and twenty-nine. Million. I can't believe this. They make a movie with three lead women characters that are action, and there's not like a thousand people. All the Captain Marvel people. What happened to you? And uh, and some Latino characters, lead characters, lots of diversity, and the old school uh, Arnold and uh, Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton coming back. Old people represented. You got you got the you got something for the old folks, something for the young kids. Apparently, nobody gave a shit because. Uh, they're saying this movie could lose anywhere between a hundred to oh, yeah. hundred and thirty million. Oh shit! Dollars loss is Yee. yes. Uh, also interesting, the movie produced by Paramount, 20th Century Fox, Skydance Media, and Tencent Pictures. This is interesting because Tencent Pictures is a Chinese conglomerate 
They bought in for like 10% of this movie. Skydance Media just put out another bomb, Gemini Man. That's 0 for 2. They are overdue. Both movies probably going to. Because they don't have Marvel characters in these movies, Imran. Is that why? There's yeah. no Loki. There's no yeah. fucking Captain yeah. America. There's no Feige in there. There's no Kevin Feige. Who there is is director Tim Miller uh, working uh, on a script uh, from James Cameron and uh, Charles E. Glee and some other people starring uh, Linda Hamilton returning as Sarah Connor. Arnold. Schwarzenegger as the T-800, Mackenzie Davis as Grace, Natalie Reyes as Danny Ramos, Gabriel Luna as Rev-9, Diego Boneta playing Diego Ramos, Danny's brother, and uh, that's really the main cast right there. That's really all you need to know. So, look, Anthony, (laughs) let's just, actually, let's do this. I know what you thought of the movie. Rugs. You give me your opening thoughts, and then I feel like we're going to have to... I can't do it, Imran. Okay, Anthony, you go first. We kind of have to explain the plot Hit of the this sp- fucking you, you movie. You spoiled it, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, because nobody watched this movie, so I feel like we need to okay, kind I'll, of explain uh, what the movie I, is. I have a quick comment, though, on the box office. I'm not yeah. at all surprised. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's Arnold. Sorry. What the? That doesn't. You chose that as the clip. <laughs> There's so many buttons here. So you chose the yeah. No. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, yeah. What the the, fuck? the, the low right. box office. The box office. Real quick on the yeah. low box office. I just I'm not what surprised. You yell at him, Ron, about it. <laughs> <laughs> the low box office. Not at all surprised. You've burned the audience four times now. Three yeah. or four. Three times three prior times. to this. Yeah. The audience that's, I mean, the T2, if this is a sequel, T2 came out in 1991. So you're asking a new generation to have seen that movie. It just, there's too many factors going against. Over 25 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. But so that's just that. I I just want to say, like, I'm not surprised. Plus, I mean, this is the same thing that happened with The Last Jedi. It's like people were burnt on that. They didn't go to Solo, and Solo flopped huge, just like this movie did. So they were you you burnt the people with Genesis. Genesis, Salvation, Terminator yes. 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, the solo thing that that came out five months after Last Jedi. That didn't fucking help. Uh no. solo. I also think it was a rough weekend. It was the the weekend after Halloween. And as I, I there's a ton of factors. People still uh I learned from the, the, the jock talk, Anthony, people celebrated on both weekends of not Halloween. Not true, not true. No, that's that's, that's just is. Chaz being in Colorado. I, th- I think that part of it was people were still like there's all the shit to do and nobody gave a fuck. No, no. Uh even though I had Arnold You're and, you're delinquent if you're celebrating and, Halloween after Halloween. Yeah, you don't do it after if it's in the middle of the, the week, after. it's like a birthday. If it's it wasn't in the middle, in the middle of, the of the week, week, you can celebrate both weekends. Weekends. You could have celebrated it the weekend before on that Thursday. Anyways, anyways, that's quick plot that. summary. Yes. Spoiler alert: If you're listening to this now, I had a friend actually, Marcus from Washington D.C. Shout out to Marcus. Um, tell me that we spoil things way too quickly after hitting the spoiler alert button. Yeah, but we hit the spoiler alert button, dude. You should bail out immediately. That's but what the button's for. Appreciate you listening. <laughs> telling you now, we're spoiling this. Yeah. Um, quick plot of the movie. You sequel to T2 to ignore all the other ones within the first five minutes um, John Connor there's a prologue where John Connor's a little kid and and Linda Hamilton's still young Linda Hamilton and a Terminator sent by Skynet the T-800 Arnold Schwarzenegger was sent by Skynet prior to them getting rid of erasing that future kills John Connor 
and then the rest of the movie is now a new version of Skynet has sent back a new upgraded Terminator to uh, kill the next messiah of the human universe and the humans have sent back a improved human Terminator hybrid. So what the, that's the fuck plot. is going on here? It's you, you, if you've seen Terminators one through three or Genesis it is basically the same as it's plot. pretty much. Yes, it's it's so yes. My initial thoughts. Yeah. I thought this was the best movie since Terminator two. Oh, oh shit. But that's not a very high bar to climb. I thought Terminator 3 was entertaining as well. So I thought it was a very entertaining um, movie. Uh, Well-directed action. Um, I liked the new Terminators, both of them. I liked Mackenzie Dern most. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis, sorry. Mackenzie Dern is a UFC fighter. Oh, really? Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, I liked seeing the band back together. But, and we'll get into it more later, I had this just weird feeling throughout the entire film because they basically alien threed yeah. the whole plot of Terminator 2. So I just couldn't shake the feeling of, you fucked me. I, if, you, if this is supposed to be a sequel to Terminator 2, you basically erased all the emotional investment I had in Terminator 2 within the first minute and then didn't make up for it or didn't provide a resolution to it that was worthy of doing that. And throughout the entire film. So. Alien 3 was, uh, you were like, oh, I wonder what Newt's been up to this whole time. Oh, she did. I mean, there were there were just scenes where I'm watching Linda Hamilton have um, bickering with this new version of the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. I'm like, this is, this is not where we were left off at Terminator 2. They were a family. What are we doing here? What's going on? This uh, is, okay. so yeah. Okay. I'll get into more of my yes. thoughts later, but I, I was, it, that really bugged me throughout the entire film. All right. It bugged me so much that I, I it's going to affect my rating of the film. Did it affect? So it did affect your enjoyment of everything that happened. Yeah, afterwards. because it was competently directed and there's yeah. got a good action. But that's but a fucking shocking fucking opening. The opening is is literally a is is a risk without even thinking through the risk of what you're doing. Well, I have so. thoughts about that. Before I get to that, rugs. Yeah, like, I don't know. Opening thoughts. What did you feel after this movie was over? I'm just gonna start with this is the last Jedi. It's the Force Awakens. Why do you keep saying no, Last no. Jedi? It's more no, it's the, the Last Jedi. Okay. It's the last I would agree Jedi. more. Just oh, last Jedi. Okay. The Last Jedi is a beautiful film with great action scenes. Yes. That's pretty much acted really nicely, and, and everybody does a great job. But what they do with the story, what they do to the le- legacy, yeah. what they do with the, the logic of why they would do the things that they do, and and the ultimate payoff of what it is, it's The Last Jedi. It completely shits on everything, and it's beautiful to watch, and you're entertained the whole time, but you're like, once you leave, you just keep getting more and more mad at the film. But is it not, that's what happened. Is it like, not also The Force Awakens, where it's a do-over of a movie from 30 yes, years ago? Yes, but I mean, it's like, uh, it's the, the Last Jedi is the outcome that was bad. Like, Force Awakens was promise. You're like, okay, we can go a lot of places from here. I see. And okay. The Last Jedi destroys all of that promise. Oh, okay. So, and basically, um, I felt that way. Uh, like, after John Connor dies, I was like, okay, getting over it. I'm going to watch the rest of this movie because, like, I know that there's more shit going to happen. Maybe they're going to figure out a way to get out of this loop or whatever. Like, let's get in this. So then I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh, shit, the action's pretty fucking good. Wow. Fucking this, I like this, uh, this, like, enhanced human and I like this and I like that. And then Arnold is funny, and all of these things are cool. And then, then Linda Hamilton comes out, and she's badass. And I'm like, oh, she's still fucking badass. 
This is awesome. And uh, so there's parts of it where I was like, oh, I'm into this. But, like, I just couldn't shake it. Every time I thought about it, I got more and more mad at the movie. And then I fucking started hating this movie. <laughs> oh, no. So it was very, I'm very conflicted, just like The Last Jedi. But, you know, after the postmortem of Last Jedi, I know, like, that movie, it it, it ruined, it ruined that the idea of having another trilogy and this movie ruins a lot of what Terminator sets up and the legacy of it. And and you can't just come away with it and be like, okay, I like that movie. Unless you don't care about Terminator. If you don't care about Terminator at all and you don't give a shit what happens and you're just like, want to see a cool action movie, you're still going to have problems with logic here, but you might be able to get over those enough to enjoy it. And I think a lot of people did because a lot of people don't care about Terminator as much as old fucks that are in their like, 30s you know okay i do care about terminator and i still liked the movie i didn't love it are you my surprise i did like a movie like it i did think it was you know uh uh uh, the best since terminator 2 and i think we're all gonna say the same things that we liked was uh tim miller's directing was pretty good the actions the set pieces are great it's a competently made film you can follow the action like the plane sequence could have been a mess but i was surprised like you can actually follow what's going on uh, Mackenzie Davis is badass. Really didn't think I was going to like her. But yeah, I think that she's carved herself out maybe like a little spot if she wants She it. did a great job. Arnold's hilarious. She might never do another action film again, but you never I mean, know. I think the, the weakest cast member was the girl playing Danny Ramos. Yeah. Uh, it's the one sure. I didn't buy at all that she was going to be the future no, leader. No, you don't buy her as a future uh, leader. And some of the CG is iffy, and that's where also I have problems uh, with the movie. But uh, I I wasn't mad at it. The opening, you know, it didn't occur to me afterwards. When I was first when I was watching the opening, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Okay, well that's different." You know, they tried three movies to continue John Connor's story, and they're like, "You know what? This time we're just gonna fucking kill him." And apparently, that was James Cameron's idea. Oh shit! From bad idea. from James Cameron himself. It's a, it's a bad idea. Let me let me interject real quick. Do you know why that's a bad idea? Yeah. Because there's so much story there with John Connor being killed by the T-800, his his dad. Yeah. And you just throw that away within the first minute of the movie. And then, you by the end of the movie, you have Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor's character, acknowledge that this new character, Danny, is John. What the fuck is the point of this? What? Why would you kill him when you go, and then you go, this character is now John. That was so stupid. Uh, it, it, it literally yeah. for me kills the entire movie not only that this movie acts like those other movies don't exist yeah. like Salva- salvation i at least respect because they were like trying a new direction but these uh, this movie acts like those other movies don't exist yet this movie is entirely derivative yep, off of yep. what those entire mm. other movies did yep. which is send someone back to kill the the uh, the antagon or the protagonists in the in the present yeah. send someone back to help protect them yeah. like they're acting like this never happened in the prior three movie four movies and it's always a chase but it movie. always happens yeah it's always so, a chase yes it's very competently directed and yes it's good action but we've seen this and you add the stench of nuking the first two movies within the first minute yeah I think that there's so many things that they did here that are just ass backwards or unoriginal and, and kind of, we've seen them before in other movies. So, and done better sometimes. So it's like, you've seen them in Terminator movies. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. In other Terminator movies. 
Like a lot of this shit. Like a lot of it was from Terminator Three. Like they, oh, no, like the e- way that they killed there's, the bad guy. Yeah, there's everything. fan service and Easter eggs to like all the movies, and they they redo a lot of things. For some reason, though, I wasn't as mad as this as I was at Force Awakens for basically making the same movie well, again. I think I think the, the, a lot of the appeal is the band is back together, yes, right? It was like, great. You, it's to cool see. to see Linda Hamilton back. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now the direction they take his character, I'm it, like, what? It's, it's ridiculous and but absurd. He's funny. He's hilarious. He's definitely fucking funny. Yes. Like there, there's a lot of, and then the the new Terminators are both good. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. But it, at the end of the day, it's just like, one, this is derivative. Two, <laughs> there's not like so the first two movies for me, like the first movie, yes, it's that like future, like the the someone from the future prote- coming back to kill the protagonist, right? And then you get the protector. But it's also a love story at its core, yep, yep, right? Yep. The second movie, same thing. But it's a story at its core. It's about a family being built. Yeah. This movie, what is at its core? It's just that John Connor is now being replaced as Danny, right? There's no, there's no like, there's no like love story. No. There's no there's like no family being built. And it's not tied. It's not tied into what happens as as. See the the brilliant things about the first two Terminator movies. Okay, so the first movie is that. John Connor sends Kyle Reese back to protect them because they've discovered time travel. Right. And now they have to now stop the Terminators from now be, not only killing them in, in the present, but going back and taking him out from when he was a kid or before he, before was, he born. was born. Yeah. Right. And then by sending Reese back, he actually sends his dad, the person right. who's supposed to be his dad. And that's like kind of like a nice twist. It's like, a time okay, loop. There's, yeah. it is, it's a time loop. So then the next thing is that, okay, they they send back another Terminator to kill him at a separate time, but they're focused on at this point, which which sets the whole plot in motion where free Sarah Connor and they go and destroy the the beginnings of Skynet. Right. Okay. They, yeah. So, it's linked to the first Terminator because the first Terminator got sent back. The technology from discovered from the first Terminator sets in motion Skynet in the second Terminator. All right. So now we get to this movie that's supposed to be the the the. So what happens is. Not only do they destroy Skynet or any traces, Skynet of it, but, doesn't happen. It, all right, they, but but they, just shut up. Like, <laughs> like, oh, all right, yeah. but they uh, they introduce uh, John Connor to what a Terminator is, and now his mother, being a military expert and whatever, all that stuff is now going to make John Connor, if anything ever happens, the best trained person along with his mother, to like basically. So Sarah Connor is the hero of both movies. She's the badass. She's training John to be, she's giving John everything that he needs uh, in case anything ever happens that, um, he's going to be the perfect guy to lead. All right. So it just sets that whole time loop forward. Not only that, but it's a world that has seen Terminators before. All right. The Skynet has found the remnants of the Terminator. They've seen a Terminator. They've seen the liquid Terminator. They've been fighting on top of trucks in the middle of fucking LA. You know, so people know that, like, even the guy, even the the, the guys that uh, had her in the mental institution that didn't believe her, yeah. they have him on video now, yeah, fucking gunning people down. Yeah. They have him gunning people down, yeah. like outside the fucking uh, Skynet yeah. and all that shit. So they know, like, there's no army preparation for Terminators. There's no, this is point. not a world that <laughs> acts like it's ever seen a Terminator a before. Point. There's they, they gloss over that completely, and it pissed me off. And then, what's the point of having this person be the person that you train to be the perfect leader if you're just going to kill him off? Maybe right. the Terminator has always been Sarah Connor's story and not yeah. John so Connor's story. So now, you're led to believe, okay, well, 
the whole thing with all the other fucking sequels is like, all right, uh, yeah, so you you killed Skynet, but you're never going to stop AI from happening. And AI was always going to lead to the basically the Terminator scenario yeah. to a certain yep. degree. Yep. But why is it always the exact same Terminator? Well, that is a good question. This new thing is called Legion, but how? why are they building yeah. the exact same model of Terminator? That, that was a lot of my, like, if, if you're going to go in that direction and go, okay, Skynet, gone, yeah. right? By the way, that line that Sarah Linda Hamilton goes, I saved three billion people. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, you didn't because you just nuked that by going Legion comes by and is basically the same thing. So that line doesn't work either. Um, anyways, if you're going to like basically get rid of Skynet, then experiment a little. Send back something that isn't a Terminator. Yeah. Do something different. Why does it have to be completely derivative off the last five movies that you've had <laughs> they just combine they like, keep just sending the Terminators with the other like, Terminator you're just doing the yeah. same like if you're gonna go in the direction of Skynet's gone John Connor's dead yeah why isn't this movie something different completely than what we've seen completely different well, in the future, you saw the Terminators had like the the tentacle oh, metal stop. tentacles. That's oh, a little, different. but they didn't use they that. didn't use it at all. They that was actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Like when it was kind of like Venom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All yeah. right, but they didn't. All they did was they, they colored the Terminator black. They made the That's silver liquid Terminator black. Put them on top of which. I, I mean the the sorry the 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 direction I would have taken it yeah. is go full Matrix and go. Wait a minute! They discover that they're not in a real world. They're oh. living in a fucking AI. That this right. uh, Legion has created. Right, right. Uh. Like, do something. You got to do something different if you're going to do that. I, I think that would be cool if, if the, whole, the whole reality has to be different than, than John Connor's reality. Like, the whole way it unfolds. So they tried to, like, tell the story of, okay, they shut down all the power. They nuked yep, everybody. Yep. And then all three days, Legion had but taken then over. You cut to, like, Mackenzie Davis, who's 12 years old in this current timeline. Right is now like maybe 10 years older or maybe 15 years older and they have like, all this sophisticated weaponry. Yeah. That where did that shit come from? She was from 2042 right, like, or something? 2042, yeah. Yeah, so like 20 years away, but yeah, it does seem uh like they they had a lot big technological leaps. Yeah. That they could make it, her a hybrid in 20 years. It was just see it just seemed like and then 20 did did the other girl seemed aged up 20 years no she did, did it no she, no. Did it. no she did it and i'm like well at least cast another actress to be her that looks more badass at least you know like so i can believe that she's like all right she's like 20 she's gonna be 40 something i don't believe that she was 40 i don't know it just is really bad like, one more thing uh one more criticism i have before i get off and maybe say something positive because <laughs> i i, I I, I do think it's actually a solid film on its own. Yeah. It's just not a very good Terminator. It just shits on the legacy. We, well, and here's why. What they've been building, and they keep fucking this up, and I don't understand why, is the, the third movie, if you were going to make a third movie, I, and I even have debates in my mind if they should have it even really made a third movie. It really doesn't need the... No, it doesn't yeah, need a third movie. Yeah, story but stuff. the third movie is literally John Connor becoming Jesus and being the Messiah. And JC? JC becoming like JC? yeah exactly be yeah. like leading like fulfilling his destiny right yeah. but every movie after the first the second movie yeah. has fucked on that is yep. shit on that yep. the the third movie made John Connor a complete pussy <laughs> he's hiding in dog cages yeah. off the grid yeah the fourth movie Terminator Salvation I would have I thought was going to be that movie yet they focused half of that movie on Sam Worthington's it was character to be being about Marcus Wright right Marcus it, Wright yeah. yeah exactly the half 
the hybrid. Who is like Mackenzie Davis's Terminator right. in this movie. Yes. So then the Genesis, they fuck you and go, hey, John Connor is now a Terminator. Yeah, that's the okay. worst. That, that was, sucks. That was the now worst. you go in yeah. this movie and you go, hey, John Connor, look, uh, Edward Furlong is back. We kill him in the first minute. Well, just, like, we keep <laughs> doing the fuck. Yes. We keep subverting expectations in the exact wrong way. Sometimes you just got to give the audience what they want, and they've built John Connor as a messiah, and for four movies, they've fucked him over and over and over again. And they've tried to redo the timeline each movie and fucked it up. That's why I thought it was kind of refreshing. They're like, you know what? We're just killing John. and go in a different yeah, direction. But then, the, but then when once you do that, the whole point of the Terminator movies are gone because... He's not important. Right. He's not. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, they're just uh, you fucked the first some, two movies. Someone yeah. else will rise to to, to fight the Terminators, yeah. and you just create a different timeline. All that right. shit he went through in the second movie, all it's completely that drama pointless. and stress, all but all the stuff that Kyle Reese had to do to protect him. It's not though because Skynet didn't happen. That was the point. It doesn't matter because Skynet didn't happen. Uh, just something else. happened. Someone else would have risen up. I guess. Right. Well, none, but, of, none of that. What what that says, Imran. Is none of it matters. But that's what also, you saw in the first two movies doesn't matter because it's inevitable, and someone else will rise yeah, up. Yes, Skynet's going to happen anyway. But see, right? that's the point. So is there will always by that be same logic, someone else is going to rise yeah. to fight them. Yeah, there will always be an AI, and there will always be so, another. Leader. But then, what does that do, Imran, to the first two movies? Um, I don't know. They're still there. They're there, but they, <laughs> but if this is a Terminator More, sequel, yeah, it yeah. Like, fucks that. Yeah. All right, like, let's say for example, Imran, yeah. you knew. The future. Yeah. You knew that that uh, if we fuck around with technology, they're going to eventually come and kill us. Wouldn't you at least, wouldn't the next Terminator movie be about preventing, like, AIs? It should be Sarah Connor going and fucking going to any place that everybody has a computer and blowing them up. <laughs> like, going showing up at MIT and fucking being a terrorist or something like that. She's busy hunting Terminators for 25 yes. years. That Right. But you don't get to see any of that. I know. How did she kill those by herself? Let me just equate it to like human history, yeah. right? Like Abraham Lincoln's a pretty important person in America. Sure. Right? What if you would have gone, you know what? He didn't do that, but someone else would have done it. Eventually it would have happened, right? Yeah. That just lessens the important okay, the importance of like that person, that character, right? Or you just go, you know, Martin that, that civil rights movement. Yeah. Martin Luther King. It someone well, else would have done it. Colum like Columbus. Right. It's an inevitability. Like yeah. at that point in yeah. time, people were sailing around the world, and eventually somebody would stumble upon, and the whole fucking colonization of America would have would have happened. So it's like almost like okay, it's like it was inevitable. But it's fate. Us right? as humans, though, like to celebrate a moment, right? And then you fuck that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that de-aging, first of all, was amazing. Oh, it was great. I was like, the de-aging was great. I was like, how are they doing this? What the fuck am I watching? I didn't know. I, I, I was like, are they using stock footage? Yeah, that's what I thought. How does look like that? No, I think they put his face on a kid's body and made him look really that, young. That was pretty good. And she looked yeah, like Yeah, they probably hot. did that face swappy thing. Yeah. What, so, I mean, we've been beating the, the, the fucking beginning of the plot. What, what did you guys think of... The Terminator now becoming realizing human let's emotion. Let's talk basically. about yeah. Let's talk about what happens. That doesn't make sense in, in <laughs> canon either because yes. in Terminator Two they had to fuck around with a chip and yes. take it out what of him and he had to be reprogrammed. It was an extra to be scene that though. Way. It was an extra scene. So whether it's not canon or not, did his self learning chip is already flipped on in this new model? Maybe they turned it on before they sent him back. Maybe I I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it just was hard for me to like. <laughs> 
just it's just it was just hard because if this is again a sequel to Terminator Two, this character now I've grown to like this character as John Connor's dad, and yet this character killed Someone him. Someone else's dad <laughs> killed him. Yeah, and now is this? I mean, he was funny for sure, and he, I, I enjoy this line where he's like, "The relationship is not physical." Yeah, um, like, don't they notice your? T- I was like, "How would they not notice?" Don't your they notice your four hundred pounds? Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting turn. I wasn't expecting the fact that he would just be like, I have no purpose. Now I'm like going to, um, I realize the consequences of my actions. I, it was just, it's still he hard for me to get over the first part. about yeah. killing John Connor. There should have been a different, they could have bypassed it, the fact that he had emotions to more of a logistical reason for doing this. And he also gave Sarah Connor like, a sense of purpose by sending her coordinates for over the last 30 years yeah well th- that's another thing that's lo- like logically weird because okay understood that um that carl might have had some kind of a uh some kind of a knowledge of where the other terminators were logistically going to be he could recognize Just, like the change in space time or something yeah he's kind of right. like a little but blip. the new terminator he shouldn't have seen coming right because it's not skynet yeah that's a good point like I would probably, if, if I was Skynet, I would probably, okay, upload Change all the, the information frequency. of the battle plan yeah. to the Terminators. Yeah. So they're aware there's other Terminators around. They, they're they aware that, okay, if, if they're out doing their mission, there might be other Terminators they're going to come in contact Maybe with. Maybe he just notices the temporal distortions. That's, that's probably just, what it was. That's not something that's in that makes any sense in this universe. Well, look, okay, the, I, the idea is fascinating. The fact that this Terminator that was sent before Skynet ended shoots john his mission is done what does a terminator do when they're stuck in this time and their mission is done well he starts a family and he installs and sells drapes oh shit. which is <laughs> fucking hilarious in the other version he like built another time machine right oh, in the yeah. genesis oh right? did he i don't even remember fucking genesis it was so yeah. ridiculous. In, oh, in Genesis, yeah, in Genesis, so he like raised. It's raised a ridiculous a girl. thing, but like the human performance is great. And one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is him talking to Danny, where he's like, "I want to install solid drapes in a little girl's room." I told him, "Don't do it. Make use patterns. You need butterflies." <laughs> I was like, "That's fucking hilarious, right there." And then when Sarah Connor's like, "I'm not fucking calling you, Carl." Like, that's a great life, too. She did end up calling him Carl. She did, because she grew to trust him and and realize that he did feel bad. So I enjoyed, like, their interactions, because I think they're both... It's just fun to see the band. Yeah, that was great to see them. What do you think about this uh, reveal? Oh, go ahead. I'll just real quick. uh, But it's just a step backwards for the character. By the end of Terminator 2, Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters shake hands before he dives in the pit. Yeah. And now you have them where they're. She's like, I don't trust him. I'm going to kill you as soon as I see you. Like yeah. it's a, it's a backward step. One. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just. I, it was just tough. Like I enjoyed the scenes, and then I would think about it and go, but this is just a backward step for both of these it, characters. It, you know, for as absurd as it was, it was surprisingly worked in in terms of entertaining. It worked. Value, yeah, it works. You know? to, and on, it works on a surface level. But if you put any thought into it, and if you're a fan in the first two Terminators, you're like, but this is backwards, man. 
Uh, Rugs, what were you going to say? What do you think Sorry, of the Rex, reveal? What, like, what do you think of the reveal? Like the ham-fisted reveal that uh, Danny was the hero of oh, the She's not so going to give birth to the next John Connor. She is the John Connor. It, it, was, like, tells her. Wasn't it, it was, feel, I felt like a woman's empowerment thing again, right? Like you're yeah. not going to give for, birth to the man. Yeah, you are, you are well, the that, man. But I, like, <laughs> but I just think that, okay, if I'm Mackenzie Davis's character, if I'm Grace, that's the first thing I'm going to tell her. I'm like, you're the leader of the right. uh, of. Uh, yeah. Why would I keep that a secret? It, it it's like a. They only did that to make it a, a moment. They, they, was there was a, a throwaway line was where she, yeah. they were like, "You wouldn't be able to handle it." You're, you oh, told yeah. me you yeah, wouldn't be yeah, able to yeah. handle yeah. it. Oh, so essentially, uh, Danny sends creates herself by sending Grace back to die. Similar to how John Connor creates. Oh yeah, I guess. Then Sarah Connor's the one training her, so she's really the fucking crux of this whole thing. So then, how come Grace never heard of Sarah Connor if Sarah Connor and Danny raised Grace from a a child or watched over her? I don't know. know. It doesn't make sense. She shouldn't be (laughs) who she is without Sarah Connor. Right. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. I didn't even think of that. It gets really timey-wimey confusing if you it's break just, it down. Like, it's just like, really badly written. Yes. And maybe it's done by design to like make a reveal, but I feel like that's very clumsy. I'm like, okay, uh, Mackenzie Davis should tell the girl right off the bat that she's... Because why... She's obviously protecting her. It's like not like a secret. Like, she lets her brother die. All these things happen. I'm like, oh, God, you're important for this reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll organically happen they it's kinda, a, it's, but it's a similar they, Kyle Reese time loop. I mean, I, it's exactly Terminator 1. Yeah, yeah, and I think that also, like, Sarah Connor, a woman has always been the hero in these movies. Yes, yes. To make the point about the womb, yeah. it's ridiculous. Because, as I said, John Connor is nothing without Sarah Connor. Yeah. And neither is any, neither is this woman. Sarah Connor still. That's why I think the Terminator has always been the Sarah, the story of Sarah Connor and not everyone, anyone else. There were, yeah. one thing I thought was kind of laughable was like, she got thrown around so much. How old is she? 70? <laughs> I was like, oh, she'd be dead after that. Oh, she'd be dead after that. I have no idea how old she Nothing. is. Yeah, I have actually no was, idea. She was fine. I think, how old is Sarah Connor? Uh, Linda Hamilton. Well, the, the problem with that, why that the plot doesn't make sense is they keep going back to the derivative storyline of time travel. She's 63. And, and if you keep doing that, Ugh. you're going <laughs> to write yourself into a hole. And that's what they're I doing. I mean, it's hard. And like it didn't, the story but ends at Terminator the, 2. The story, that's why Salvation is like such a disappointment for me. Because like, they actually at least, least they took tried a risk. Some, yeah, there was not a chase movie. It's, it's, it's a deck. Yeah, it's a, yeah. not a chase movie. It's not a height. It's not exactly. It's not that. They actually went in the direction that like, Oh, this is the logical next. Let's see that future. They just fucking fumble the ball so badly. Well, I think that problem was they like they based everything on Marcus Wright, but then they're like, "Oh shit, Christian well, Bale yeah, that is a mo- big that name." Movie, we should that movie the the one of the endings. I don't, did you guys hear this? They switched it, right? One of the endings was Marcus Wright or uh, um, John Connor was on the operating table. Marcus Wright gives him his heart. Oh shit. Right. Wow. That's what happens in this self. No, well, that's what happens in salvation. He gives him his heart. Yeah. Oh, and then right. John Connor wakes up, eyes go red, and he shoots everyone out on the all the humans next to him. So he becomes a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. What, what the fuck was that? Is this that is a, a, is this Schwarzenegger? This is a really bad worst soundboard. Soundboards. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good one. Uh, <laughs> what I was that? At, at was one, that a Muppet? The, it was supposed to be him. What's this one? Hold on. You cold-blooded bastard. That's not bad. Well, that's not bad. That's not a bad one. Uh, but come on, don't bullshit me. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. 
<laughs> it's just the come on. They oh, cut man. it off. This is a really Who bad song. Daddy, and what That's does she do? That's good. Uh, at one point, I thought they were going to make a commentary on the statement of detention camps on the border where Mackenzie Davis kind of realizes, <laughs> oh, these people are being treated like Legion treats us in the future. I should probably free them all. But no, they don't. Well, they, to, to, that, did to their defense, all. Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 never were a commentary on society. Right, right. Do you think it hurt them trying to squish this in? I mean, they essentially use a detention There's center a squishing stuff as in. a yeah. set piece. It, I mean, it was whatever. I mean, it is squished in, but yeah. it, Terminator's never been about like commenting on right. the po- about, politics yeah. of the of the era it's, it's made. It's about a relentless it's, it, well, no, it, it's a it's it's on the surface about a relentless chase but on the like i said on the on the deeper level it's about family or like a deeper relationship or some sort of like human element that like we all can relate to that was completely missing in this movie uh it, the, the, none of the characters like sarah connor's just been stuck as this badass for 30 years hunting robots like, which is fine like that's a logical progression yeah. for the character i mean I she think. just but the way she changes what about that guy that she knew in the military that had no backstory yeah, what was his deal and then major his dean oh, gets yeah. him the, the emp device the one that black dude in the movie yeah. that was strange as fuck i know uh cameron has plans for a trilogy and he no, may have a ba- but with clearly the numbers the show money. nobody gives a fuck uh uh he may have to uh scrap those plans or do something different i was actually pleasantly surprised with gabriel luna he did it yeah he, he was did fine. a good job he was uh he was good um he was relentless and uh yeah you he, know. he did fine I, I enjoyed like how quick he can be um some of the stuff i was just like man in t2 they made these battles look way better well, that's crazy yes so there's two things that they did in the first two movies that 30 years later i don't know why it's gotten worse first of all the first movie Every time he thought he was down, he would fucking show up again. Oh, you were like, oh, shit. And it was like a horror movie. It caught you off guard. The the stunts, the practical stunts in the second movie still hold up. The CG in this movie is good, but like it's kind of removes you from the impact. It's it, a little it's, shiny. Yeah. You know it's fake. You can't it's a little too in- rubbery at yeah, times. Yeah, you can't invest where why couldn't they just use real cars, real sets, real like the, the fucking stunts in T2 are so real because they did drive that fucking cab off the bridge into the thing. They blew all that shit up. And now the Terminator's Reliance... Terminator's Nern, Nern, wow. Nern. Terminator's known for its its epic chase scenes. That's yeah, one it's of the a cha- hallmarks it's a, it's of a Terminator a, franchise. Right, it's always yeah. a chase movie. Well, I'm saying like a chase with like vehicles. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they do the same thing they did in the other movies. There's a, a, a highway chase. There's a helicopter chase. Uh, a lot the of plane chase. There's a plane chase. A lot of the same shit. So I, there's an underwater scene. There's a lot of shit going yeah, on. In this movie. Oh yeah, that's right. They're fighting underwater, which is something uh, Tim Miller said James Cameron always wanted to do. He said that Cameron gave him like a list of like here are some action scenes I've always wanted to do in a Terminator movie, never got around to. If for me, it's kind of a shame because like Mackenzie Davis is very interesting. I in want to see movie. more of her. Yeah, and getting all the characters back is very interesting, and like even. Like some the idea of a new world order with a new Skynet is kind of interesting, but like just that that first fucking scene they never and if you would have done something worthy of like replacing that, but well, to just what, go what else could Danny you, is the new John Connor really fucked what me. What could like, you have done to get to that same point without killing John Connor? Without killing John Connor, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're doing a sequel to T2, you, you got to continue the story of John Connor. Yeah, but if he stops Skynet, it doesn't happen. 
Yeah. What's well, he, I mean, he's well, got to sell I mean, drapes. So we're all, I mean we're already in a in a sh- in a catch twenty two because there shouldn't be a third movie. Right. None of these movies should happen. Right. right. This movie shouldn't happen. But I mean, I, well, you, you could make a third movie, but not like this. You make a you make a third movie of John Con John Connor and his mom. Um, uh, you know, taking out uh places that have uh robotics or whatever. And then, like all AI, just destroying yes. anything that's yeah, AI. Yeah, being a terrorist. Com- yeah. Oh, and uh, maybe by doing that, they somehow start this shit. You know, right? Yeah, maybe. And then you can cut through time, and then you can see how like they fucking were the catalyst of the whole time, or Although, something. And also, why do they continue to waste ammunition on Terminators when they know it doesn't fucking do anything? They just. <laughs> Keep shooting a point blank. It's doing well, it, nothing. It does do stop do? them momentarily. I thought about down. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're wasting a lot of ammunition here. The, I love, so I did enjoy some of the Easter eggs and fan service bits. Like, Linda says, I'll be back. It's fine. She had a different, it was just like a throwaway line. Uh, I like how come with me if you want to live becomes come with me and you're, or you're dead meat in 30 seconds. Uh, the the line about you know if you put a uh, hundred dead cops between you and a Terminator or a hundred cops you could have a hundred dead cops which is kind of like him shooting all the cops in T two. I don't mean to shit on your spoil your yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, they're they're good. I agree, but this movie again acts like we haven't seen these Easter eggs over and yeah, over and they're, over they're and tributes. over. Tributes. There's a hotel hideout. Yeah, but there's been tributes in every yeah. sequel yeah. since T two. I mean, he like sh- I, they've done a derivative I'll be back line in every movie. They kind of have, haven't they? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's fun. Talk to the hand. <laughs> oh, that's right. Talk to the hand. It's fun if those movies didn't exist, yeah. but those shitty movies still exist. I mean, he shoves a power core to kill the Terminator, just like in T3 again. I was like, oh, they did that. He loses an arm. This one I love. The phone number to Carl's da- Draperies on the side of the van. Yeah. It's 888-512-1984. First okay. Terminator movie came out May 12th. 1984. Oh, nice. And if you call the number, this is what you get. Hi, this is Carl's Draperies. <laughs> we have the best drapes and curtains anywhere in Texas. I can guarantee you that. Sorry we are not here right now to answer your call, but we will call you back. Until then, hasta la vista. <laughs> Geek Mooner. That's I mean, awesome. It, it's so ridiculous yeah. <laughs> that, that the Terminator's gotten to that point. He's selling drapes. Oh, here was another interesting thing. Remember, traditionally, dogs always alert people of Terminators, and they're always right. sensitive, and they bark. Carl's dog, though, uh, was Doesn't not barking. Bark. He was just Ooh. right next to him. Maybe because he b- believes that he's changed and he's not. Maybe he threat. raised him from a, a child. Or something. Maybe uh, he raised him a puppy. Here's another great one. Okay, this one's special. When uh, Rev9 crashes in the barbecue when he falls from the plane, you hear the song Guitars and Cadillacs. Which is the same song they were playing in the bar in Terminator 2. Hmm. That's a nice little tie. And of course, she does the no fate, but what we make it. But even that line doesn't really hold true, does it? If you think about it. Yeah, because you, you can't, can't control make, you're it. Not it's, fate. The fate. it's always going to happen. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with making a sequel yeah. to the Terminator 2. He loses an arm in every movie, also. Uh, yeah, you know what? I still want to know. I still wish they did the thing where you find out who this T eight hundred is based on. Who is the human? That's oh, Carl. they did. They did a, they did a, a Easter egg in Terminator three where it was based off this like guy with a southern accent because they like test it. Yeah, 
And then Arnold Schwarzenegger talks, and he, he has a southern. It's so off. It's so weird. Oh, he just no. has, he's like, howdy, partner. Oh, oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, it's so strange. That would be, he would be dubbed in. They just like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the mo- like I said earlier, the movie is like entertaining on its own. But it's sure. not. I agree. It's I, not I, good- I walked out of the movie theater. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah. I just when you it just I couldn't shake it I couldn't shake what they did in the first. The more you minute. think about it, the more you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. it. it uh, and I agree with you, Anthony, when you said it's a great action movie, not a good Terminator movie, but uh, great action movie. Um, it's a good. It's a. It's a solid action. I wouldn't go like. There's nothing revolutionary about it. Yeah. It's a solid like. It's one of those action movies where you go, "Yeah, that's good. It's okay." Like, I liked seeing Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, she's great. And, in that action role and i was like well okay she could probably do more shit that's going to be fun to watch if she wants to do this yeah is this the death blow to this franchise is it done now i i would say Can we so. finally we're gonna put it to rest it's time to put it to rest can't is there a possibility maybe you do like a high-end tv series following Didn't they do that danny well they did uh <laughs> sarah connor chronicles but this was network i'm talking like an hbo or a streaming service now Following I just, I just, I just question and Sarah Connor. The, the appetite for anything Terminator. No, that's point. the main thing is I don't think anybody gives a fuck anymore. No, I think it's just it's just a dead. I franchise. don't think it was the diversity or the lead female or the social commentary that turned people, people off. People just don't care. Nobody anymore. gives a fuck. Yeah. No, none of that. All of those things actually made made it interesting yeah. to a degree. Yeah. I just I don't like the way they handled it. But I'm like, yeah, I'm all for all of that. It's just you have an opportunity. The only thing you could do is change it to make it new again right and what they decided to do is to change the focus of who you're following in that character by killing off the the main character in in the same series if you started like a whole new terminator series without sarah connor or anybody that's different Mm -hmm. all right they stopped it. They shouldn't have ever gone back to Sarah Connor. <laughs> but I love they being just Sarah Connor. Man. Made a, a completely different Terminator, a completely different time. It should have been way in the future, maybe or but whatever. That's kind of like the other, like Genesis tried to have a restart by altering the timeline. Mm. That, but Sarah Connor was in there. Genesis tried to work. be like the greatest hits and was super convoluted. But this is also the greatest hits. This is exactly eh. the greatest hits. This is the force. Genesis Awakens. was like literally scene for scene. They recreated the greatest hits. But this structurally is Terminator Two. It's Terminator One. It's the same. The same shit happens what in do all you the think- movies. What do you think would happen after Terminator 2? Do you think what happens would postpone uh, Terminators from ever being built or the AI from ever being built? Or do you think it would have accelerated? I do think it's clever that they sent more Terminators throughout time because they didn't know as a Hail Mary. And Sarah and John would not know that there would be more. They would think they would be done and they would be surprised. Logically, what we know about humans, I think to answer Ruggs' question... Um, it just would have postponed it. It's always going to happen. I wouldn't say it's always, it would, but it, it would have postponed it. But I think we would have it would come in a different way. That that would be the interesting way to take it. So that that would probably lead me to believe that if you wanted to do this the proper way, you postpone Judgment Day, and John Connor is now an old man, and he's waiting for it to happen again. He knows that eventually shit is going to happen. He's rationalize his mother and him have met, rationalized it and said listen there's at some point ai is going to come along and this shit's going to happen again so he's been preparing this whole time and he, maybe he has a couple of people that he's been training and sarah connor's old and she dies she dies off yeah. but then then you can then he can die 
as an old man who has been waiting for this war his whole life, and he's got this whole gr- group of ragtag people that know everything about Terminators or or how to kill things or how it might happen. And then you could kind of pass it off, and he can go off in the sunset, and he can have an ending where he was her a hero. But to cut him off at the knees, like he's still a kid, it's weird. Just weird. Yeah. I read this cut other... Cut off of the knees, too. Sorry, Imran. Just real quick. The cut him off of the knees with the character that he grew a bond with is just, is for me, just so insulting. It's the ultimate betrayal. It is. And 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 there's actually story there if you want to, like, play that out. Yeah. But to do it so quickly, just, it's just so bad. And just, as, a, as use it kind of a bridge between a the two movies. Yeah. yeah. I a did bridge. enjoy that they started with the video from T2 of her freaking out. Because when it started, I was like, oh, shit. We're, we're it sets back. the tone. It sets the tone. Yeah. And then... Uh, it sets you... Well, if anything, though, John Connor. Exactly. It, it sets the tone. Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're in Terminator 2. I was like, oh, the, the best movie. We're doing this now. Oh, okay. we're fucking you over in Alien 3, I this guess movie. that's different. That's something they haven't done yet. We're going to kill Newt Just, in uh, I mean, Michael Bean's they character also right off, off the bat. Yeah, they did this. They off-screen killed Sarah Connor in Terminator 3, too. You just mentioned it. But it is Alien 3 where you are looking forward to Newt and uh, no... Yeah, you're looking forward to the family. Newt. No family. Are we going to rate it and rank it? We are going to rate it, but I had a point and I can't remember. Let's rate it and rank it amongst mm. the Terminator mm. 6 movies. Anthony... Mm. Go first. Give me a. Rating. I'm going to put it at three, but I'm going to tie it with Terminator Three. I don't think Terminator Three is all that bad uh-huh. of a movie. Uh huh. It's obviously not as good as the first two. It's highly derivative. There's way too many jokes, but I think Terminator Three and this movie are equally entertaining. Oh, okay. What? Well, what is your one and two? Which way does that fall? Terminator Two, Terminator One. Okay, and then tied for three. Right. Dark Fate, Rise of but, the Machines. But by putting it at three, that doesn't mean I think this is an awesome movie. And I'm going to put it. At a five point five. Oh think. shit! Oh All shit! Right. All right. Because it's 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 above average in terms of entertainment, but it, it's really shitted on because of what they did in the beginning. What's worse, Salvation or Genesis? Genesis is absolutely Genesis the bottom. Is the worst one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely right. Salvation is more disappointing for me, but Genesis is a, a worse made film. I haven't watched. Salvation. In the Me long. neither. I kind of want to watch it again. And uh, Genesis, I don't even remember that. What I mean, the fact I, that Genesis casts um, Amelia Clark. No, no, no. Amelia Clark's fine. But the, uh, the 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 fucking big jacked Australian as Michael Bean, Kyle Reese. Oh yeah. Like, why would you cast? You went through that whole movie and cast people that look similar to their counterparts, and then you cast a jack Australian. Is Jai Courtney as Kyle you Reese? Jazz, That's right. You yeah. you cast a jacked. Australian with no charisma as Michael Bean's Kyle Reese. Yeah. Like you, you just cast a completely different guy. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. That was so so yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Lugs, give me a rating. If I rank it, I'm going to rank it probably maybe fourth behind Rise of the Machines. Oh shit! Really? Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, I like. I think Rise of the Machines like ends on a on a note where it's a surprise where you're like. Oh, it's going to happen no matter what because people are, yeah, yeah. humans are always going to create AI and it's going to fucking, uh, you know, always be. And the Terminatrix was so, was different enough from the Terminator. She was cool. She didn't look like that. Even when she had no skin on, she didn't have the same like skull face. There was some. She looked different. There was some you know? good chase uh, action street chase. So, like scenes. she was a different enough Terminator to believe that that uh, it's not not the same Skynet, not the same thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. Uh, 
you know, even she had like fucking, she made like weapons out of her hands that shot things, you know, like it shot like lasers. She was cool. So yeah, it was different. It was way more different than the, uh, than Gabriel Luna's, which is like a combo of the, the T1000 and the regular woman. So, um, I do think that that one had a little bit more originality and, and, mm. and all that other stuff. Well, and, and that movie, although like very, you know, very much, um, divisive throughout, it ended on a note where you're like, because they, they end up in a bunker and right. they think that bunker is going to stop Skynet. Oh. And they end up in the spot where, where it saves um, them. Where it saves them. And yeah. literally, John Connor has to take the radio and be the leader that he was always supposed to be and be like, That's a great moment. Where he's hey, like, Hello? Yeah, that's a great moment. Like, that's a moment there? where you can build another movie. Yeah. Like, he's like, Hey, yeah. uh, it's John Connor yeah. um, who's alive, basically. Yeah, and everybody like, starts like, checking in and you're checking like, in with oh, him. Yeah. Shit. He's at the control. This is the start of John Connor. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to put Rise of the Machines ahead of it just because of the story elements that I feel are stronger. I think that the action in this movie is probably a little stronger than Rise of the Machines in, in, in places. Yes. Uh, and it's more entertaining. It's, I mean, it's a thrill ride, this it movie, is. all the way through. Yes. But once that thrill ride is over, you're like, and you think about it, you're like, fuck. It's, more, it's a ride like the first two movies. So wait, give me a number. What, what number will you give it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like at the best, like a 5.5. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. And then one, one and two, uh, what is that? What, 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 where do you put the movies? Which Terminator gets one? Which one gets two? In your rating. If I'm going to like, what's the best Terminator movie? Oh, I think the first Terminator is the best. So you would go Terminator then. And then judgment day is better action wise and everything. But I think that first movie, it laid the foundation for everything. I mean, it was wholly original. And, and you could just watch you could just watch that one movie yeah. and it'd be complete. It's a horror sci-fi like, movie that yeah, unexpected. It's great. The second one I love. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I really do, but the the first one edges it out because I really you you have to like understand that that's a visionary movie. That, that was a risky one. movie. Nobody wanted to yeah. put money in. They literally they they shot without permits. Guerrilla filmmaking. That like, one before scene Arnold was Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. The you one know, like, scene that he br- they had to shoot. James Cameron had the camera. Arnold was there. They had no permits. They were like, trying to get in the car. They just shot it before the cops showed up and then ran. On the second one, everybody had huge cocks. <laughs> like Arnold was already Arnold. James Cameron was man. already James Cameron. Yeah. So like they just fucking had carte blanche to fucking do whatever they want. And not that that diminishes the value of that movie, but I just think that first one was more of a feat. It was more of like a, a Herculean task. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, a huge risk that paid off. My, um, I will put it at. I'm gonna put Terminator Two on the top because it is still one of the best action movies ever fucking made. Absolutely. They have still yet to top that. Then Terminator, then Dark Fate, and then Rise of the Machines, uh, Salvation Genesis. No love for Salvation being different uh, b- with you guys. I thought that was interesting. Wait, for me, it's the I don't remember playing. it enough I don't either. to be to, lo- to have liked it. Yeah. Me- I couldn't get my head around the human Terminator thing and why, why that happened. What the fuck that was about. Confusing. Yeah. Mick G directed it. And he yeah. sucks. Yeah. And, um, what, when did that take place? Uh, in the future, in the actually, actual you know what year it takes place. When now 2019. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> the movie is, does it have any color? I just remember it being completely it's, black and white. It's very desaturated. <laughs> you know? no, but, um, no, but I mean like, it took place right before they, they sent the Terminators back in time before, before the time machine before was made. No, it's, it takes place right when the T-800s are being built. So before he sends Kyle back. It's before that, yeah. yeah. He just meets Kyle. In oh, right, 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 right. Ah, so that's right before that time. Right. Yeah. Ky- okay. Kyle is still not even like his lieutenant or anything. He's not a thing yet. 
Um, and as far as number, I'm giving it a fucking seven. Oh, Fuck shit. People. <laughs> it is a seven out of ten for me. Uh, wait. So two things I remembered that I wanted to mention. Uh, I read an article. Uh, another reason why this movie may have not connected with audiences is our relationship to AI and technology now compared to like 25 years ago. Uh, it's the movie isn't really pick up on how you, you're talking to all your fucking devices. Everything is listening. Everything is smart. You should be scared even more scared yes, now than absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, you guys. Robo calls on your cell phone. Do you get the thing where you have a phone number that's like the your same area code, same first three digits, and then the last four are different, or it's like one off? Do you guys get these number calls? Yeah. I get these all the fucking time. And now here's what's happened. It's gone beyond that. This has happened twice where I'm getting a call and mm-hmm. it's from me. Oh shit. It's my own number. It says Imran calling Imran. They have, they found my, I'm like, so the first thought that pops in my head, I was like, maybe this is me from the future or an alternate universe. I should probably answer this. This could change the future. And I do. And it's always a fucking scam. It's always like, have you, it's your car warranty. It's either my computer warranty or it's someone in Chinese saying some shit. Like these robocalls are ridiculous, but dude, I don't even, I'm calling myself one thing. But the fact that they're listening and then monetizing what I say into my yes. phone is fucking pissing this me is, off. I mean, this is like, going to happen. The other day, I was talking about Kobe beef. Yeah, and you got ads. And all of a sudden, I got ads for Kobe beef. Yes. Like, how do they know? Oh, shit. No, they're fucking oh, listening. They, they you're, know. You're telling me that Alexa device is not always listening when you're asking what the weather is. It's oh, listening to every fucking thing you're listening to. Oh, they know. G- game over. Game I'm lighting myself over. on fire. <laughs> Light yourself <laughs> on fire. The only thing I wanted to mention, did you know Arnold... Is now a vegetarian? Bullshit. No, there's a... That's bullshit. He was on Howard Stern the other day. He's on a documentary on Netflix called Game Changers talking about being a vegetarian. Yeah, but he was also on Howard Stern saying, I I eat a steak every once in a while. Oh, so he's not complete. But I think he's transitioned over to more of a plant-based diet overall. He has to because, like, you know, it it does lower your cholesterol and your And he ate a lot of meat back in the day. There's a great documentary called Game Changers on Netflix. There's this guy that's researching athletes on the plant-based diet. And he has this world's strongest man in there, high-level athletes, Olympians. And you you were swayed by that? I was blown away. Yes. Dude, uh, half of that is complete bullshit. How is it bullshit? This is a whole other episode. Because they tell you that if you eat a plant-based diet, it will be healthier. But they don't tell you that... If you eat anything out of like that, that are carbohydrates that come from plants, yeah. like especially like, like, uh, wheat and grains and all that stuff, like that's terrible for you and actually gives you high cholesterol and make you die. And you gotta eat the right carbs. You gotta eat like so the they, sweet potato carbs. So not they're the showing food. you eating the, they're showing like this chef, this vegan chef making like macaroni and cheese and hamburgers yeah. and this and that. I'm like, yeah, they're all gonna fucking die anyway. <laughs> You're still gonna get the same plaque in your fucking Has anybody shit. tried the Beyond Meat burgers at like Burger King or shit? Uh, no. no? Like, they, and I'll tell you, processed food is terrible. Yes. So they're eating, like, vegetarian food is still processed. Well, they still have, like, you, you have to eat a raw diet. Yes. That, that, that's what they're not really saying. Yeah. Because they, they don't wanna just show you. Just lettuce and fucking shit that, that and beans that are <laughs> unappetizing. I, I, well, the, all I got to say about being vegan, yeah. I, I don't hate on you. I might hate on you a little bit, but um, any high performing athlete, ninety nine percent of them aren't vegan. So that's all I got to say. They had this thing. I was watching it. I'm it's, like, oh my I, god! I, I'm like, made a lot of good like, points. It, look, look. If you eat a lot of lot of vegetables in your diet, yeah. that's going to be good for right. you. All right. right. 
but you, but I mean, whatever. Like the, the a lot of these claims that they're making, like that, I don't know. I, I just think that they're very the cherry picking little things. I, all right. Well, not to get too much into it, but I do think yeah. the point that like you see how strong a gorilla is, how big the cows are. Uh, those guys, they eat fucking plants. Yeah, and they have completely different body chemistries. Ele- elephants don't really eat meat, and they're you huge. Know, we, they tell us you eat meat to get protein, but where does the animal get protein? The animal's eating fucking plants. The, is the animal not a middle middleman for protein delivery? Does protein all start from plant-based Yeah, but food? all proteins... Protein is all kinds of different proteins. Well, they, 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 they checked the dude's blood, and the protein from animal... Uh, made their blood cloudier than when they and you, ate. And you felt, uh, why wouldn't you want your blood to be cloudy? You have, you any of, have any of those plasma. animals, <laughs> yeah. have any of those animals invented anything? Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're so saying I'm, that I'm, only things that eat meat invent things? That's not, that doesn't I'm hold. just I'm just saying it probably had, uh, the, the amount of protein we have probably contributes to the to fact, our brain to our size, brain the size. Cholest- yeah. Our cholesterol is made your mate your brain is made of cholesterol you, a lot of the things synapses in your body are made out of cholesterol so you know like all that you get that from eating meat i mean i do think a diet where, where you have a little bit of everything a is, well-balanced is diet well-balanced. is usually yeah. best yes. and you know maybe leave out like bread is a processed food pasta is processed you leave those out if you're gonna you, hear, I, you imran yeah I, i've been thinking about this for a while because i i'm just i eat like the type now. of guy that you are like an old lady, like an old mom, <laughs> oh, like shit. a mom that yeah. like has discovered the internet for the first oh, time. Oh my god! Did you see this thing called yeah, a website? Y- yeah, you read art. Like you're, you seem like the type of person that'll post on like Facebook. Like this is my Facebook. You are not allowed to write. Like take any of my pictures. This is my what? copyright. Not, like no. you, you, you are the type of guy. Like you come off as the type of person that reads an article and goes like runs to like the heavens with it and goes like this is see someone wrote this. This is this is what this is true. I do jump. On Vaping is bad. No, it's not bad. Like ninety <laughs> percent of the that. stuff that is horrible for you yeah. comes from plants. Like sugar, all that stuff comes from plants. And, and so, like, that's what I'm saying. That they, there are meats that you can eat. Like, if you eat a fucking salami every day yeah, that's, with all the nitrates in it, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, yeah. you eat steak tasty. with a lot Balance of fat. Diet. Yeah, Imran is the classic tinfoil hack. <laughs> Like you eat the skin. That's the other you know, theory you, that, that you, shit, you, you, you eat out. things that you can. You only eat things that you would hunt, pluck, right. fish, or There's gather. There's meat in, like all injected with hormones and shit. That's horrible. There's yeah, a fucking processed that. meat they, that they make. But there's, it's terrible. But there, don't eat there, that. there is also like every human is different, and yeah, every yeah, every body yeah, chemistry is yeah, a slightly yeah. different, and everyone has like a slightly different diet that's going to work for them. And there's pesticides yeah, some people, and vegetables. Some people can. Some people can't digest fucking vegetables. Right. Yeah. yeah, some yeah, some people yeah. are have to be gluten free. Some yep, people are yep, celiac. Yep. Didn't you say that? Didn't you know? Don't you know someone that eats a meat diet? Yeah, my sister and is healthier yeah, than my ever. Sister well, yeah, is just right. meat. <laughs> I think she's wrong now. I'm gonna call her up. I'm sending her a strongly worded email. You should yeah, watch. You, you were all on the like all Dude, meat the diet game for a changer, while. Though when Arnold was like, I've transitioned. I was like, holy fuck! If Arnold's saying but this, you, I'm yeah, gonna because listen. he had a fucking. Heart attack, like, tw- like he's Did got he? a bad heart. He's got to. Well, you know he's why he has a bad choice. heart? Because Arnold comes from an era where steroids were, like, crazy prevalent, and he, and he was yeah. sticking needles yeah. up his ass. Yeah. He ate a lot of meat, though, also back in the day. He, Of course, because you don't get muscles without 
gigantic amounts of protein. But one of the every th- every time I end a CrossFit workout, yeah. my coach goes, yeah. "Eat your weight in in dude, protein." So look, that strongest guy yes, in the world, yeah. his gut was huge. That, there's a dude in Game Changer who is a strongman <laughs> competition, and he is on a completely plant based diet, and he's like one of the. But his gut guys. was huge. Yeah, but he's, he he's wasn't still like picking, a fucking cut up. He picked dude. up like twelve hundred pounds. Every, there is not one diet. That no, there is, is the no, there is. Hall. Yeah, it is. It is natural chemistry. Yeah. Uh, anyways, like, you can show like look. The other thing is that they showed like uh that what's his name Conor McGregor getting beat by Diaz. Yes, yeah. who is the- they don't show that he beat Diaz like two months later <laughs> because yeah it's like and then he beat like a bunch of other people Let's and like see, if you look at all the people that are at the top of the UFC fighters, they're not all vegans. There's vegetarian fighters. I don't know. It was it there, was there's vegan yes. It was eye opening. But mo- most high performing athletes aren't are eating meat. There's Olympians that are are plant based. Uh, I'm just saying that that documentary is is. It's one it's side of the story. I mean, the yes. guy, though. There's more to it than it that. It was well done because fine. every time I had a And quick... I do agree, eating raw eating raw food yeah. is probably the best thing to do for you. Uh, as you far should as mostly eat plants. Eating, yes. Mostly plants. Eat other stuff. Mostly plants. It, That's the it, best way. This, this is three guys that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground when it comes to science talking about it. Yeah, so but it's, I know, it's fun. I know nutrition. I've gone through all this. I've, I've researched. I've studied different fucking diets and paleo. Come and on. I, come dude, on. I you, went you through this whole thing. You were on the meat diet two years ago. I wasn't on the meat diet. You I was were all on over like your sister paleo. being like, this is great. Yeah. This is the best thing I ever. I never actually did it, though. But Yeah. She's still doing it. It's expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. I like vegetables. Right. Anyways, let's do some news from the nation. It's hot for news, news from, from the, the nation. nation. It's time for news from the nation. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Paul Vest shared a link uh, for a trailer to Witcher and says, in reference to Imran and Tony and Rugboy's question on the Witcher mythos, a Witcher is a genetically mutated human hybrid that is more a monster hunter and mercenary paid to deal with mythical creatures and despicable types. With most of the Witchers, they, yes, there is more than one, have no issues in doing the dirty work others won't do. They have two swords, one silver for monsters and another steel one for humans. He says, wouldn't a silver sword work on humans? Too? I don't know. He says, sorry for the homework, but I'm a huge fan <laughs> of the game. Sword. Yeah, he's going to carry two yeah. swords. Which one? What if you pull out the wrong one? You like fuck. if I kill, can't stab someone with a silver sword, my steel not sword, gonna, like a, not going to cut your head off. Looks a lot like my silver sword. I pulled the wrong one. I don't know. Maybe he steals. So you guys, that's what know. the Witcher is. Henry Cavill uh, in Netflix. Uh, following that thread, Irvin De La Cruz Comments just finished this week's episode. First, congrats on 300. Thank you. Talking nerd. Second, I wanted to point one thing out. Anthony mentions that he is disinterested in The Witcher because Henry Cavill's character looks like a Targaryen. Do Targaryens remind you of anything? Like, I don't know, Lord of the Rings elves? Just saying, I think the show will be legit. I actually never saw Lord of the Rings. So. Everything comes from Lord of the Rings. That's the thing. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, the elves we normally have white hair. And, there you go. and a, a lot of fantasy now I'm sorry. comes directly from Lord of the Rings. But prior Except to Game they of Thrones, have be- go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. The elves have big ears. I was just going to say, prior to Game of Thrones, I was never into this fantasy. Well, that's bullshit. the other thing I was going to say to your in your defense. We just kind of got you into this fantasy you shit. Did. And uh, if you're a longtime fan, you know everything goes back to fucking Lord of the Rings eventually. Uh, Irving Delacruz also shared a link 
Irvin. Irvin. I said Irving. Yeah. Oh, that's like no a G. street here. Irvin. No G. He is OG. Sure. Uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he shared a link to the trailer for the show His Dark Materials on HBO saying, who, so who, is, who else is going to watch this tonight? I read the books a long time ago and thought the movie was entertaining. Excited to have Professor X curving bullets with X-23 against their enemies. Geek boner. So the movie he's talking about is Golden Compass, his dark materials based on these books. I did watch the first episode, uh, and it's all right. It's heavy fantasy. It's uh, James McAvoy, Daphne Keene. Uh, in this world, a lot like ours, there seem to be parallel worlds, and there's a lot of talking animals. Everyone has like a little animal avatar companion that stick. You get assigned; it gets assigned to you, and it can change forms, I guess. Uh, and eventually, Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be in this, and there's going to be an armored bear. Uh, but it wasn't bad. Rugs, did you get a chance to watch this? I have no interest. No, it's all I've got time for. Yeah, I got time for. It. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, it got lower, uh, viewer wise. It only pulled in like 700,000 viewers on HBO. Yeah. It just doesn't seem, I saw the golden compass and I was like, I get it. Okay. It's even the the opening credits are kind of cool, but it's very game of thronesy. Even the opening credits, it's like a pullback. It keeps pulling back through, uh, environments and buildings, uh, a little bit reminiscent of the game of thrones, but it's well made and McAvoy is fucking great. And there's an interesting mystery and there's a she gets the golden compass i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna keep watching it but i did watch the first episode wasn't bad terrific uh <laughs> and then i just wanted to uh recommend i watched all of season two of jack ryan on amazon it's Have you, did you see the first season yes the okay. first season is fantastic second season also fantastic this season has uh numi rapis is in the show from uh prometheus and other things and the, can, can- Oh, and, so what, sorry. and what else? I was just going to say, can you, I, I don't know if it's even possible for you, but can you give a succinct pitch on Jack Ryan season one or what the whole overall concept of the well, show the is? Whole, if you've ever seen like Patriot, Patriot games or any of the Harrison yeah. Ford, Jack Ryan, he is an analyst who gets sucked into doing spy shit and it's tense. It's like 24. There's always terrorists or some government or intrigue. Each episode gives you a oh shit, an oh shit moment. It's solid. It's only eight episodes. And the dude who plays Jockin Hagar from Game of Thrones in is in it this season. And uh, he's playing what else but a spy, which is like, oh, he's going to get typecast as that dude, man of many faces. Um, but sol- dude, solid, like spy, uh, military espionage action. I, I saw a lot of it on social media. A lot of people saying they're watching. Nah, yeah, Ryan. I've been meaning to get on that. It's shit. fucking good, dude. Have you seen the first season? Rugs? No, I haven't. Oh. I really want to watch it, though. Hmm. And they're paced very well. They go by very quick and they hook. How many you. episodes? Uh, only eight episodes. Season two. I think the first season is also only eight episodes. And I'm telling you, just watch everyone that I know that has watched it has been like, you got to watch this shit. Dude, Krasinski. That one and the other one, the bo- the bodyguard. Oh, the bodyguard on Netflix. I have not watched that. Yeah, I heard th- that's a British show. I heard that was good. Yeah, this is an Amazon production as well. Fucking Jack Ryan. Top notch. Highly recommend it. Check it out. And then rugs. Did you are you caught up on Watchmen? Yes, I did watch. Them. Well, I'm going to. This is the most Watchmen yes! episode of out of all of them. Yes. And because it was it was about Watchmen stuff. Yes, it was. I, they got there finally. I was. That's what I was going to ask you. But I hate that character, Gene Smart, Silk huh? Spectre too. Yeah, she's such a douche. Dude, she's amazing in the show. And now 
her, I mean, her portrayal, uh, her acting is great. Yeah. Like what, what they did with the character. She, yeah, yeah. It's like, she's kind of like a douche. I don't like her. We'll see where it goes, but, uh, this show is fucking, it's fucking good. I'm, I'm very, very pleased and can't wait for Sundays to watch this show. So yeah, she's yeah. Silk Spectre 2 is back. I mean, they, they need to get more watchmen in this show and I'm glad. And I figured that. At some point, they they have to turn in. They have to lean into Watchmen. It did. It got Watchmen. They dealt with other vigilantes. You know. I mean, you're 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 giving it a lot more credit than I am. I mean, they're they're getting close to what Watchmen is. like. I still think it's fucking great. I'm enjoying this more than Westworld. I Westworld to me, I was not sure what was going on for most of it. I can't wait for this season. And I'm still not sure. This show, though, I'm fucking digging. How many episodes is it? It will be nine episodes, Anthony. No, 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 no. How many have, have gone three. so far? Three. Okay. Catch up on the two. Maybe. I want to review the whole season once it's over. Sure. Because it's very good. Okay. Final thing. Announcements. Uh, same thing. Rate us on Apple Podcast. We're trying to get to 200 so we can reapply to Rotten Tomatoes as reviewers. This is the metric they look for. So if you have an iOS device and in the U.S., we're up to 101. Uh, here's an idea. Go around to work. Uh, steal people's phones and uh, just have them light up the, the the stars. I might do that at my job. We'll game the system. Hey, look, tweet it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, put it on your you Snapchat. When you're at work, have iPhones. Just be like, can I see your phone for a second? And then just boop, 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 and then just be like, trust me. Yes, just tell them that, and then take their phone and boop, 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 I, I, I'm laughing, but why doesn't this have like his classic quotes? Uh, this one has I found this. So there's multiple different soundboards. It just has him saying normal. Hasta la vista, baby. It's got that. This is a page of like a hundred fucking things here. I hate okay. it when you're drunk. Yeah, stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. Game over. Oh, I put, oh, this is a good one. Who told you you can eat my cookies? <laughs> like that. Put there that cookie go. down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, get, we're at 101. Uh, steal someone's phone. Let's game the system. I don't know. The fuck? Fuck them. Rugs, where can the listener find you? What are you up to? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really doing much, but I'm on Twitter at really rugboy. So come by and uh, say hello. Follow me. I might retweet some of uh, some things and say some other things. Get to the uh, chopper! Yeah, I might know. say that. <laughs> what about this? You keep cocaine. Yeah, how about that one? I always say that. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Listener, check out the show notes. Jockandeer.com slash 301 for links to everything we talked about, how to get in touch, how to subscribe on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. We are wherever you hang out. You will be able to find the show and get it every week when it comes on. So spread the geekery, Anthony. Spread it. Yeah, spread it. Spread the geekery. It's a Jock and Nerd podcast. Spread it around. Spread it, spread it all over those hairy nips of yours. That's right. Sitting there in that fucking basement. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. We'll peep you next time. Yeah, we were getting very sensual in this episode. Spreading ass cheeks. My balls were hot. Spreading things like your nipples. Exactly. Like, oh, it's not going on. Could I speak to the drug dealer of the house, please? Sure.